Uh, hello, recovery family. Welcome back to the Unashamed Recovery Podcast. I am your host, Josh. I'm one of your hosts, Drew. And I'm Palmer. Put that on a t-shirt. This is <laughs> this is season four, episode 52, non-seasonal gratitude. Today, we're looking at gratitude and its importance in our recovery year-round, not just here at Thanksgiving. Palmer, what's today's episode verse? I have no clue. It's uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. I will leave this part in there. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Go ahead and open up your Bibles. Get ready for that. We're coming back to it. But first, roll that intro. On a Shane Recovery Podcast. Yep, that's how it's done. The On a Shane Recovery Podcast. Shame Recovery Podcast with Josh, Drew, and Palmer starts now. Here at Unashamed Recovery, we believe that there is healing in the story of our scars and that it is okay to not be okay. It is our mission to break the shame and stigma of addiction and recovery by sharing real stories of real addiction from real people in real recovery and real sobriety. And when we're not sharing those real stories, we like to bring you recovery topics straight from a biblical perspective just like today's episode taking a look at the familiar recovery topic of gratitude and looking at it from another angle today's episode verse is like we said first thessalonians 5 16 through 18 and let's look at that right now rejoice always pray without ceasing give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of god in christ jesus for you amen Amy. All right. That's it. That's it. Thank you for joining us. Have a good night. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. So, and the reason why I wanted to do this episode on gratitude was because we are in Thanksgiving. We're in Thanksgiving. It's it's that month you see on social media, day day two of gratitude, and you see, (laughs) and that's it. You'll you'll see thirty days of of, thirty days of gratitude, and and that's it. Right. Oh, and I feel like one. For us in recovery, gratitude has to be more than 30 days. And I also feel like... For, Not even just for us in recovery. I feel well, like anybody in general. Well, I feel like I it, it definitely has to be an everyday wake up in the morning, gratitude list type of deal. Well, that's what I was about to say. And definitely for Christians. <clears throat> yeah. If, if, you're, if you're a Christian, gratitude has to be more than 30 days. So what you're saying is we can't just walk around being like, oh, bah humbug? All the time? Well, Palmer, I know that's hard for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, y- y'all know those Christians that are walking around like, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. I'm just a sinner. Right. No, no, you're not. Not anymore. Not if you've been saved by grace. But yes. I digress. I'm sorry. So, so and, that, and that's why I wanted to have this for, for especially for this month, but to, to really nail on the head, hey, gratitude is bigger than 30 days of November. Like it, it goes beyond that. So first of all, what is gratitude? Uh, Drew, what do you think? What does gratitude mean to you? Uh, to me, it's just, um, it's a feeling of being thankful just for whatever, whatever comes your way. Sometimes, you know, we can't really be thankful in, in the bad, but I mean, it, 
you have to be. You have to be grateful for the bad things that happen. That way when you can recognize good things when they come. Just like whenever the good things come, you have to be extra grateful for those things. Just because, I mean, that's a blessing, obviously. Anything good comes from God, right? right. You know, it's so when good, those good things God. happen, I mean, those are gifts from God. Palmer, what, what does gratitude mean to you? I think the easiest answer is joy. Yeah. You know, it's, it's uh, you know, as we've talked about plenty of times, uh, joy and happiness is not the, not the same thing. Uh, happiness is based on your situation or uh, your feeling, and joy is not. Joy comes completely from God. It's something that's uh, deep inside you if you have God. And uh, and so if you have that joy, then, yeah, Drew, you're exactly right. It's being thankful. Um, it's being thankful for any situation. You know, I've, I've talked about this plenty of times on here. I follow up a preacher on TikTok. His name is Kelly Kay. Um, done his devotion. Kelly K Ministries, check him out. I promise you, you'll be blessed. But what I learned from him is that no matter what you're going through, if you want, if you can't hear God, if you don't feel God's presence, the easiest way to get into God's presence is just start thanking him. Thank him for the things that he's given you. Thank him for the things that he didn't do, that you asked him to do. God, can you please, I'm going to use Josh as an example. God, please let me sell this house. <laughs> For whatever reason, he didn't do it at that time. Right. You know? And so Still you say, hasn't. and you say thank you. Six months later. And so you say thank you yes. that this has not happened yet because it wasn't the right time. Some he's keeping there's something that's being blocked. That's right. He's yep. blocking it for a reason. He's saying, Okay, this is not it. Look, I could give you what you want, son. I want to give you what you want. I love you so much, I want to give you everything you want. But if I give you this right now, it's going to cause hardship that you don't see. Yep. And so I think being, I think gratitude is being able to say thank you for the things that God didn't do. Thank you for the things that our friends and family didn't do. Thank, obviously, thank you for the things that they have done, but thank you for the things that they didn't do that we hope, we wish they would have. Mom, could you loan me this money? No, I'm not going to do it this time. Well, thank you, Mom. I would have took that money and I'd have spent it on drugs. I'd have spent it on alcohol. You know, it's funny back. you say that because I mean, as you're as you're saying that, I was just thinking about the times in my recovery that had I not gone through those hard times, you know, I wouldn't be where I'm sitting today. Right, I'd probably be dead, right. honestly. And so I have to be thankful for those moments where my parents didn't step in; they right. weren't enablers, uh, and that I had to go live, be homeless for a little while. You know, of course, it was it got pretty bad it got really nasty right but i mean all the same though those bad nasty parts make me never want to go back right. so i'm thankful for that you know i'm thankful for the fact that now you know i was at a point to where i didn't appreciate cars that i had clothes that i had I, you know it was just like oh well i'll just throw that away and get something else you know what i mean like i was just so readily easily everything was uh what's the word that i'm looking for perishable everything was perishable i was just like all right well i don't need that now I have such a an app to say, all right, I'm thankful for this. I really need this. Thank you, God, for, you know, these things that I have, right. you know, and it goes across the board. But I mean, it all started in a dark spot. You know, a lot of people are going to be in a position where they, they're saying they're asking the question, how do I feel joy in a bad time? How do I feel gratitude whenever life is really kicking my butt right now and I'm near rock bottom again or in, rock, in the middle of a rock bottom right now? 
I think that's that's why I don't know who planned it this way. Maybe God himself planned it this way. That November came before December and November was going to be Thanksgiving. But I think it lines up that way because in this season, actual season, especially now when so many people are struggling and everything's so um, expensive, it's hard to be grateful. It's hard to be thankful. And so here it is. We're going into Thanksgiving season, but right after that, we're celebrating the birth of our Christ. And so this is a such a great season to actually be like, okay, I know that I'm going through these hard times. I know that this is not going the way that I wanted it, but I'm so thankful that my father has provided for me. Right. You know, and I think that's that's the best part of of gratitude is just being is just being that no matter what this life is giving me, this life is just a season. I mean, I know that it's so, I told my kids this the other day, it's so hard for us as humans to understand the magnitude and the, um, the bigness of eternity. And so we get so focused on this life. This is going wrong. This is going wrong. This life is not going the way I wanted to, but this life in retrospect, in, in, under the microscope looking at it, it's so small. It's just a season. Yeah. You know, I mean, how many how many times do we pick up Facebook and we see, oh, such and such died? You know, it could be a celebrity. It could be a friend. It could be family. It could be somebody that you didn't know, but it was close to somebody else. And you're just like, that could be me or that right. could be my friend or something like that. And it's being thankful for the things that we do have and being thankful for the things that we don't have that could have caused us so much more headache. You know, I bring up the fact that my story is based on uh, wanting to be a rock star. Can you imagine if I had actually made it as a non-Christian? You know, like what would my life look like? You know, how would, um, would I still have my family? Would I have ever had my family? Right. You know, had, had I made it at 18 when I was in a rock and roll band, would I have met my wife? Would I have had the kids that I have? Would I be, you know, would I have fallen into drugs? You know, yes, my addiction was sex and porn, you know, but would I have fallen into drugs and alcoholism? Right. You know, it's like God said, <clears throat> one, I'm going to let you do what you want to do right now. So you can, and this is, this is my personal opinion. God said, I'm going to let you do what you want to do right now so that you can hone the skills that I know that you're going to eventually use for me. Right. And so by doing that, it, it has made me a better worship leader. But I guess what I'm trying to say is had he allowed me and, and I made it when I wanted it, when I wanted it really bad, it would have caused my life to be, lack of a better term, hell. Right. You know, or it could have. Sure, maybe I end up being, you know, rich and famous and eventually find God and turn it around like a Justin Bieber type situation, whether you believe he's, I, I don't know. I'm not, not saying he is or he isn't. I don't want no backlash on that. I'm not saying that he is or isn't a Christian. I don't know. I don't know where his heart is. But what I'm saying is, take a celebrity status, right? Somebody that has huge celebrity status who made it and then found God. Now they can use that celebrity status. But I think God knew that that would have broke me, and I wouldn't be. I probably wouldn't be here either. I probably would have been into drugs and alcohol or AIDS and you know all that stuff. That's right. That's, I mean, that's a good point. I feel like that's why. I'm not won the Powerball yet. <laughs> yeah, I, that's one of those like you don't know what you would do with all that. I don't know what I would do if I had all that kind of money. I mean, no, I do. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, one, I would take care of all of my debt. But um, there are a few churches that I I would love to just spend that money on. Right. 
and just and it and it be a you know old pastor of mine told me he said um if you did win the powerball just don't give it all away up front to the church that you want to help but make it a reoccurring so like if you get millions of dollars and you want to give one church a million dollars either break that into okay this year i'm going to give you a hundred thousand this year i'm gonna give you a hundred thousand therefore that church has plenty of supply continue to come in so they can do missions you know right as we sit here in my home uh, church the point you know we our pastor like he's headed to to cuba he was supposed to go to africa this week and there's a some kind of breakout there and so He's not going to Africa, but so he's decided he's going to go to Cuba next week, which is one of the places that we have a bunch of pastors and, and churches. But like, think about if I had the Powerball or, you know, I know Jim's not going to gamble, but if Jim hit the Powerball, you know, think, <laughs> think about the, the things that, that the church could do with that money. Right. <clears throat> so I don't know why he's not giving you the Powerball or why he's not giving me the Powerball, or why he's not giving you the Powerball. But you need to give somebody the Powerball that, that is wanting to use it on the Unashamed Recovery Podcast right here at the point. <laughs> he wasted no time on that plug. <laughs> Seamless. I mean, it was just flowed. That's why I'm here. Got you. <laughs> so why is gratitude important to you, Josh? Yeah. So well, especially the season you two are going in, I really like that this conversation well for me it echoes what y'all have already talked about and palmer really hit on it gratitude for me really keeps it fresh in my mind of where he pulled me out of yeah and where where i was at at my lowest and where i'm at now and gratitude keeps me because one of the things like one of my greatest fears well first of all my greatest fear is growing old but the, my second greatest fear i mean that's coming is, we buddy. need to have a whole episode on that like i don't why is that a fear <laughs> Dude, like, <laughs> like, I, we don't have time for do an you do for you do understand that. that every day you wake up you're old every minute you're getting older right now josh I, i'm aware of this did you know that, why, that why, what's why probably we? happening is that we're all allergic to oxygen and it only takes 100 years to kill you? You're welcome. So anyway, so my my other greatest fear is... You two are not going to be able to get that out of your head ever. No. Because when I heard it, I couldn't either. Because I'm like, I'm dying right now. I'm, 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 bre- I'm breaking out in hives. <laughs> All right, sorry. All right. Let me let me let me roll this back in. All right, so Josh, your your first biggest fear is growing old. Got yes. you. What's your second so biggest fear? My, I'm my sorry. second fear is to actually forget that feeling. Not really the feeling, but just forget the um, the weight of God pulling me out of that pit. There's been times where I've been in worship, and I just remember I can remember vividly where I was at when God met me in that pit and just that overcome with emotion thinking about that and just the amount of gratitude that I have about that. And like, I don't ever want to forget that weight of that emotion. Like I don't want to ever. So gratitude helps me kind of to remember, like it keeps me in that. Like, yes, Trust me, I know we're supposed to eventually move on out of that. Yeah. You know, we don't need to live in that. But also, I mean, I don't want to ever forget. But also, gratitude helps me to really remember I'm not God. Absolutely. You know, one, one of my things that I always talk about is, 
one of the keys to my recovery is I have to wake up every day and I have to live in God's will, not my will. My will is what led to my seat in recovery. My will is what will eventually produce a relapse. I have to wake up and live in God's will. Well, one of those ways to do that is to wake up and do my gratitude. Helps me remember I am not God. God is way much bigger than me. His ways are well beyond my ways. This is a perfect place for us to go ahead and stop, take a break, pay some bills. Let's uh, honor our blessed sponsors and all the people that love us. So, And be we'll, thankful for them. And be thankful for them. So we'll be right back. Unashamed Recovery Podcast is heard around the world in over 42 countries, including over 780 cities in all 50 states here in the United States. People around the world are hearing the message of the hope of recovery from addiction, and that's because of listeners like you who donate, but also because of our sponsors. Local sponsors like D's Automotive in Meridian, Mississippi, serving the East Central Mississippi and West Alabama areas for over 42 years. D's is a name you can trust when it comes to your vehicle. For all your complete car care needs and service and towing and car locks, that's D's Automotive. Go by and see Miss Jeannie, Mike, and the boys at 5024 Poplar Springs Drive. That's 5024 Poplar Springs Drive in Meridian. Or give them a call at 601-482-1800. That's 601-482-1800. And tell them that Josh and Drew sent you. The Unashamed Recovery Podcast is also sponsored by Ended for Good. Ended for Good is a Mississippi-based nonprofit that works on advocacy and education around drug policy in Mississippi. Ended for Good works to help communities understand how health-centered approaches to addiction can help local communities become safer and keep more families thriving. If you're interested in learning more about harm reduction, you can check out Ended for Good on all social media or on their website at enditforgood.com. That's Ended for good.com. Unashamed Recovery is also sponsored internationally by Sober Life Love, a sober dating site made for the sober community. Are you tired of the dating scene revolving around alcohol and drugs? Do you want to find someone who shares your commitment to a sober lifestyle? Look no further than Sober Life Love. The Sober Life Love platform is specifically designed for individuals who are sober and seeking a partner who shares in their same values. Whether you're in recovery, prefer not to drink, or simply choose to live a sober lifestyle, we provide a safe and supportive community for you to connect with like-minded individuals. With our advanced matching algorithms, you can find compatible partners who understand your journey and respect your choices. From sober activities to meaningful conversations, our dating services are offers a variety of ways to connect and build relationships. Soberlife.love is the new way to connect with people who understand and support your journey. Join today for free at www.soberlife.love. That's www.soberlife.love. Now back to your normally scheduled programming right here on Unashamed Recovery Podcast. And we're back, and uh, we appreciate all of our sponsors. We love y'all. We appreciate all of y'all that listen to us. This is a great time for us to say thank you to all of y'all, not only our sponsors, but everybody that listens to us every week or uh, every time we post a a new episode. You guys are just amazing. Y'all always follow us. You're all over the social media. You're all over uh, Apple and Spotify, and we just can't thank you enough. 
If you have not liked and subscribed to the podcast on Apple or Spotify, please go like, uh, share, and give us a five-star rating because this uh, this podcast is truly reaching people all over the, the world, and uh, we want to continue to be able to do that. The best way to do that is for y'all to like, share, subscribe, and give us a rating. So well, we and, appreciate y'all. And every time somebody leaves a review, it kind of spreads the area of influence for the podcast like it kind of spreads it to more people kind of right sort of, that, we um, we want as many people that are that are either a stuck in the pit of, of addiction or b out of the pit of addiction and needing that recovery meeting quote unquote meeting on a daily basis that can't get to one we want them to be able to come to this podcast and be able to listen to stories of recovery or biblical stories um, that we kind of give a recovery theme to and we want you to be able to you know continue well, your recovery let's take a minute and let's actually look at what webster defines as gratitude because see i i'm i'm like forrest gump i'm not a smart man so i need definitions for things when i'm trying to break it down and learn about it study it webster defines gratitude as the quality of being thankful readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness oh that's good we, in in all three of our definitions none of us said showing yeah. kindness or showing gratitude yeah that's that's good stuff right yes. there and so with that right there kind of being said about hey i'm ready to show my appreciation and return kindness that brings me into my question for you guys why is is gratitude important in our recovery journey so since we know that it gratitude is about being ready to show appreciation for and to return kindness so now that we know that why is gratitude important in our recovery journey so I think gratitude is important, and in, in, in especially showing gratitude is important in our recovery journey because, like I just said earlier, you know, think about all the all the times that let's take okay, let's take a, a somebody that is recovering from drugs or alcohol. Okay, most of those time, most of those times are gambling. Most of those times, those people have blown all the money they have. They have nothing left, right? No money to to give to this. And so what are they going to do? Well, they, they still need that hit, right? And so they're going to go ask their friends. They're going to go ask their families. They, they might be bumming on the street or whatever, trying to, trying to get as much money as they can to get their next fix, get their next hit. And so showing those people that did not give that to them the gratitude that, hey, because you didn't do this for me, like it actually helped me eventually get to where I needed to go. So showing those people like, not only am I sorry that I did this, you know, because our addictions don't just affect us. They nope. affect our families and our, our friends and, and, and everybody around us. So showing our loved ones and the people that we've hurt that we're sorry is obviously um, extremely important, but also showing them gratitude for when they did not supply our needs, you know, our quote unquote need for that addiction um, is just as important. Not leaving, you know, I don't think we should leave that part out. You know, right. we, hey, I'm really sorry that I hurt you. I'm sorry that I did all these things to you, but I'm extremely grateful that you did not give me the money when I asked for it, or you did not give me a place to stay when I asked for it. It forced me into a rehab facility. It forced me into a whatever. So I think that's, that's why showing appreciation, showing gratitude is just as important as repentance when it comes to recovery. Yeah. Well, that's a good answer. 
I like that answer. It's not the right answer, but I like it. Oh. It, it counts. What is the right We're, answer? I'm going to give you a point. So it's actually three right answers. Why? None of them were mine. <laughs> why is gratitude important in our recovery journey? Number one, it's because it is a shift in perspective. Shift in perspective. I like that. Put that on a t-shirt. Put that on a t-shirt. Gratitude helps individuals shift their focus from what they lack or have lost in recovery in addiction to what they had, had now have and appreciate in their lives. This change in perspective can be crucial in overcoming addiction. We're now we've lost this stuff in addiction. We now gain this in recovery. It helps us to focus on not what we've lost, but what we've gained and appreciation for that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. A shift in perspective. Shift in perspective. So, all you at home, number one, shift in perspective. Let me just stop you right there and just say that Jim is going to, re- our, our pastor here at the point is really going to like this episode because you're giving points and Jim has to give points <laughs> in his sermons. He's like, I need to make this legal. So, let me go ahead and read some Bible verses and let me uh, give you some points. So, Lame. And he likes to stick to three points. Do you have three points? It's three points. Oh, Jim. <laughs> Jim, Jim, Jim. He's speaking Jiminis well, it's, it's, today. It's funny that uh, you're talking about the shift in perspective. Um, I know when I first started in my recovery journey, I completely was I was angry. I, mm. I mean, of course, I still have times where I'm angry now, but I was angry at my family. I was angry at my my kids, everybody. I was just mad. You know, but then I got to the point to where I remembered everything that they'd been put through because of me. Right. You know, me stealing from them, me abandoning them, uh, me basically just walking, walking all over them. I mean, they were doormats. You know, they were there for my pleasure. It was almost like playing checkers. You know what I'm saying? Move right. this piece here for my benefit. Move this piece here for my benefit. You know, I got to the point to where I realized the damage, you know, that I had done. And so I ended up having to change my perspective on my family. Uh, I really had to start looking at them as this was my help. This was what kept me afloat. This is what kept me surviving. So finally, um, I think it was, I think I was 18 months in at that point. I ended up writing a letter to each family member that I'd caused some problems to. Um, Matter of fact, I still have one letter to give that I have not yet, but um, and I'm, that's five years in. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it'd be like that. It Sometimes is. It like is. That. And it's only because, like, me and my sister, and it's, that's the, who the letter goes to. We just don't, we don't talk much. We don't get along much. And it's kind of hard to give her that letter. Even though I'm appreciative of everything that she's ever done, it's just kind of hard. But either, it, neither here nor there. It changed my perspective on... She knows because she listens to the Unashamed <laughs> Right. <laughs> now she knows. Now she's going to be... Uh, where's, where's my letter? My letter? Right. <laughs> we just ruined that surprise. Well, I mean, it's not you really... You heard it first here. It's not a surprise. I mean, I think she's known because everybody else got one. You know, and right. she made a mention, and we've talked about it, but I noticed that helped me see not only my recovery from a different standpoint, it made me tell my story from a different standpoint, where it wasn't just me being, you know, victimized by my own choices. It made me start appreciating what I'd been through to be able to help somebody else out, to actually be able to stand up there and say, I don't know if you remember the last time I told it, it was completely different. 
You know, I started talking about trauma instead of it being my family or my dad or my mom. I mean, I stopped the finger pointing. That's what gratitude stops in your recovery. That's why it is important. That's why that shift of perspective is important because you stop pointing the finger at things and you start appreciating the little things that are there for you right then and there. And I mean, and and it's the small stuff. That you really got to hone in on. We see this big picture. Oh, I didn't get the car that I wanted. Oh, this house didn't work out. Oh, this isn't working. But there's something that is. There's something that is. Yeah. You know, even in my family, the family dynamic I'm talking about, it's always been rough. Right. But if it wasn't, I wouldn't be the man that I am today that's helping everybody. You know, everybody I come across, I try my best to help out. And that's because of how I was brought up. Right. So therefore, I'm thankful you know, and I, that's that. I don't know. That just kind of hit me. You know, is, why is it? You know, why is gratitude important in your recovery journey? It's because when you start noticing the little things, it starts shining a little more light and, and takes you out of a dark pit. And can I can I just say that if you found this podcast and you're not in recovery, never never had an addiction, that's just not your bag of tricks. Understand that everything that we're uh, we're saying right now can also be used in your day to day walk. I know there are people that listen to this podcast that are, that they're like, okay, I didn't go through this, but you know, I I know Jonathan, I know Jonathan's story, and so I listen to Jonathan's story, or I know Amber's story, so I listen to Amber's episode, and so they, you know, maybe they liked what they heard and they stuck around. And so if you're listening to this just because you love podcasts and you just want to hear faith-based stuff and this just happens to be recovery, everything that we're saying right now can be also used in your day-to-day walk as well. Like shifting your perspective to not what I don't have, but what I do have. Uh, A good friend of mine, um, he he told me that just, just a few weeks ago. He's like, Palmer, man, you're always focusing on the things you don't have. Like... You know, it's no secret I'm in I'm in bankruptcy, and so I got four more years of that. And so, like, money's always tight. You know, they take a lot out of my checks. And so, uh, he just told me the other day, he's like, "You are so blessed, man. You do have the house. It's not the house that you want, but you have a great house. It's nice. It's in a great neighborhood. Um, your kids go to a great school. They're all healthy. You got two cars. Most people, you know, a lot of people only have one. Yep. You know, you are so blessed. You need to stop focusing on the things that you don't have and focus on the things that you do have. And so that's why I'm saying if you're listening to this and you're not in recovery, understand that these points that Josh, is, Josh and uh, Drew are making is applicable to your life as well, not just recovery. Yep. Yep. Most definitely. And just like with our second point, I feel like the second point applies to everybody. Like this is, has nothing to do with. Uh, recovery second point is positive emotions why is gratitude important in our recovery journey number two positive emotions expressing gratitude can trigger positive emotions which can then counteract negative feelings Mm -hmm. and cravings associated with addiction or something that i've come to start saying here on the podcast is our self-destructive behavior because like you just said, we have plenty of people who listen that, you know, they were never an addiction, but everybody's got a self-destructive behavior. Right. Food. Or a me, me attitude. So yes. In, in, in recovery, well in rehab, you know, they, they make you make these gratitude lists, but they do it for a reason. Do you know, after 28 days of going over your gratitude list, it changes the dopamine levels in your brain. Yeah. To where you don't have to have, you're not searching for that high intense level of dopamine, you know, that drugs would give you. 
Like it literally brings it down a notch and where you can just appreciate the small things. Like right. this, that's just the craziest part to me is how it just alters your brain system. Just 28 days of just being grateful. Not, not 28 days of fussing and being grateful. Right. 28 days of just being straight up grateful, not finding anything to fuss at. Because I think we look for a lot of negatives. I know as soon as you click on Facebook, news outlets or whatever it is you're, you're looking at, you're going to find something negative and your brain's going to feed off that all day. Right. Instead of saying, oh, man, there's something positive that I can be grateful for that's happening in my life. You can make it so personal, you right. know, and then it just changes the whole chemistry of your brain setup. I would also yeah. say, like, you know, you're saying that in in, in rehab or, or whatever recovery based um, recovery facility. I know it's not all called rehab, rehab but you're saying that they they want you to list out your your gratitudes for 28 days right yeah i think when you start that you're probably not feeling gratitude like you're just i like, know you, you know this is good and so i'm gonna write it down and i'm gonna, I'm gonna say this so you know, i think my first day i wrote down three things right it was three the next day it was three more things you know so at that point it was six right you know then i would just and then i got to a point to where i kind of plateaued at the six uh, and then other things started happening as I started focusing on those six things then I could start pinpoint other little things. So, I mean, the list grew to, I, I, th I think by day 28, I think I had like 150 things on the list. I mean, small, big, I mean, I think I even right. put tennis shoe laces on there because, well, yeah. after you get locked up, you don't have tennis shoe laces or nothing <laughs> like that. So your shoes always falling off. But I mean, not that's, that's being lighthearted about it. But I mean, in all right. seriousness, you know, I mean, it was, my belt. I mean, it was just little stuff because, you know, I was I was without for a while and I didn't know how to appreciate none of this stuff because I was a spoiled rotten kid. I ain't even going to lie, man. I, I was spoiled rotten, silver spoon fed, chose a life of drugs and alcohol and the spoon went away and I was left to my own devices and <laughs> that didn't go so hot. So I just want to say, like, I just want to want everybody to realize, like, when you start making that gratitude list, like, maybe you're not in a good place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, we're not saying, like, you start this gratitude list, you're going to be so happy about your gratitude. No, you're probably not. You're probably doing it just to uh, appease somebody. You're going to white knuckle it. Yeah, you're white knuckling <laughs> it. You're doing, you're doing it to make somebody else happy or whatever. What we're saying is by day 28 – uh, one, all all habits can be formed or broken in 28 days, from yeah. what I understand. I yep. mean, science says so. Um, That's why there's 30 days of rehab. Nice. Yep. So you get, you know, 28 days. two days of... Well, the the extra two days, most of the time, there's going to be a graduation ceremony. You're not really going through classes at that point in time. Packing awesome. up, trying to leave, trying to get out. I was addicted to sex. I didn't go to a rehab. Well. I got married. <laughs> that is rehab. It's prison. So, Josh, what is point number three? I think point number three is the biggest. Why is gratitude important in our recovery journey? Point number one was a shift in our perspective, a shift in perspective. Point number two, positive emotions. Number three, humility. Humility. Gratitude not only <laughs> encourages humility, but gratitude promotes humility, which is the central aspect of the 12-step philosophy. Philosophy? That was Swahili. Yeah. Swahili version of philosophy. Yeah. Well, anyway, recognizing the support of others and acknowledging one's own limitations can aid in recovery. But, man, the humility 
I mean, what's more humble than for us to make ourselves less, make God more than, you know, than our gratitude list? That, that's it. I mean, and that right there, that's not, yeah, that's recovery 101, but that's just an everyday thing for any Christian walking the walk of their faith is I must decrease so that he can increase. Yeah, it's so it's so hard to let go. I yeah. think for not not only in recovery, but for any any body, any especially you know once you've given your life to Christ, so many people out there think, oh, I'm going to give my life to God, and oh, everything's going to be you know easy peasy, roses and yeah, butterflies. It does not it's, go that way. Yeah, it's not like that. And so once we realize, like, we actually have to stop thinking of us and start thinking of God. Um, yeah, that can be one. It is extremely uh, humbling. To think there's something bigger than me, right? You know when you know we're born as a me, me, me person. Uh, Jim likes to talk about if you don't believe you're born with a me mentality, think about a baby. You know, babies just scream and cry for whatever reason. They they could need something. They could just want attention. Attention. Yep. Yep. You know, they want it to all be about them. And and as uh, humans, that's that's our mentality. We want it to all be about us. And so when you're recovering. Um, not only, you know, faith-based when you're recovering, knowing that there's something bigger than you, there's God, but also being humble in, in like I've, I've already mentioned a few times, being humble in going and, and saying you're sorry, you know, and, and having to admit, like, I did this, like, I did this to you, or I did this to us, whatever the case may be, but, you know, being humble enough to admit that I've done this and how can I make it right? I think that's another part of humility that people tend to leave out. It's not just, okay, I'm humble enough to come to you and say, yes, I did this and I'm sorry, but yes, I did this, I'm sorry, and how can I prove that I've changed yeah. or how can I make this better? Yeah, Right. And I think what we can take from this is the importance of gratitude in this process is gratitude is basically a pride killer because mm -hmm. you have pride is a one of the seven deadly sins. And so that tells you right there what God thinks about pride. Right. And so through this, we have just figured out that, hey, one of the biggest killers of pride is humility. And how do we develop humility? Gratitude. So if you're struggling with pride, and I struggle with pride, one of the biggest weapons that you have in that fight is increase your gratitude. Yeah, I, I struggle with pride too, especially as a lead singer. You know, you um, don't say. So, yeah. so how do you uh, increase your gratitude and being humble? It's a good question. Tune in next episode, <clears> and <throat> I will, <throat> we'll find out. <laughs> it's, it's I'm assuming since you asked the question, you have the answer. Dun, 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 just... dun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's just honest taking being taking a step and being honest and understanding yourself um, before trying to love evenly. Does that make sense? Yeah. I just think it's it, it's a when you take a step and finally trying to be honest with yourself and understand yourself, you can start loving everybody a little evenly because you start understanding your mistakes first off, um, and you don't lean on your own understanding. You start having a little more integrity. That starts to include um, love and being able to talk stuff out, and then you help other people in doing so. So that just goes into humble being humble with humility. So it's just hope. Hopeful, being hopeful, understanding your mistakes with integrity, being honest about them, and then loving yourself through it, loving other people through it as well. But then you have to include others 
in your life at that point. That way you can be grateful for their help. You can be grateful for the other things that are going on around you, but also talk it out, man. Right. You know, um, there's issues that go on in my life today that I don't talk out because I don't want to be humble about it. Right. I want to keep my stubborn pride and ego. But I it, find myself, and I told, I had to tell my wife this uh, months and months ago, like I find myself like I've already had this conversation with you in my head. Yeah. And so now I don't want to talk about it. And she's like, we haven't talked about it. I'm like, yes, we did. No, it was just literally, it was just me thinking of, okay, I'm going to say this, and she's going to say this, and I'm going to say this, and she's going to say this. And so now I've already had the conversation. I don't want to talk about it. And then pride kicks in, and you're just like, well, I'm not going to say it. That's right. Yeah. So So. now I know how this is going to go. I'm not going to say it. I think the main point that you you just said, though, Drew, is that um, loving yourself. Yeah. I think that's, it has to start there. You, you can be, um, yes, well, I guess it starts with loving God. If, if we're talking faith-based recovery, it starts with loving God and realizing, okay, somebody loves me, but eventually you have to get to the point where you love you so that you can love others. Right. Because if you don't love you, you're, you're going to have a real hard time loving anybody else. And a hard time being humble. Yeah. When it comes to that, when it comes to this point, I mean, if you can't love yourself, how can you love other people enough to be humble? You know, to be, you know, gratuitous. But you can't love yourself to too much that you're not humble. Hey, this is true. This is true. This is true. I so mean, there is a there is a fine line. There's that we happy have to mediums, walk there. Right. you know, and you have to find your. That's why I say you have to understand yourself. Right. You have to get to a point of where you're understanding yourself before you try to love anybody else. Right. Yep. You need to understand who you are, what your identity is. You know, what your identity is in Christ, without Christ. You know, whichever whatever side of the road you're on on that. I mean. Obviously, we know we don't pick sides and say if you're not with Christ, you can't listen to this podcast. We're not. That's not who we are. Right. We're faith based, but I just understand that there's some people who do listen that don't have the same belief system. Yes. So I mean, and which is fine. Yeah, we're just as appreciative. Look, what we we I'm grateful. Yeah. You know, while we're talking about gratitude, I'm I'm grateful for whoever listens. You know, if if I can help one person, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. If you're listening and you're not, uh, you're not a believer or anything like that. One, thank you for continuing to listen to us because we definitely talk about our faith but two just know that you're loved just as much as anybody else you know um god gave us a free will to choose whatever we wanted to choose and whatever you believe is fine but we want you out of that pit of addiction we want you to get into recovery we if it's not faith-based if that doesn't work for you then fine we just we want to be here to help you continue your recovery journey so as we wrap this thing together and kind of start coming to a close Let's talk about how working gratitude into our recovery, what that looks like and how it can be done. And Drew, you, you correct me if I'm wrong. I can think of two ways, and that's something like a daily recovery journal where I'm daily writing out my gratitude list. And then also sharing at my local recovery meeting during my time of open share sharing about my gratitude and having that attitude of gratitude. Right. Is yeah. There, is, there, is there something, is there another way that you, you can think of that we can apply this into our, and what it looks like? Um, hmm. That's a good question, Josh. Cause I, gratitude list is always, that's always been my number one go-to. Yep. Anytime that I'm feeling like I'm less than have less than gratitude list, I open that thing up and I start right, you know, um, or reading. Well, definitely reading. I yeah. mean, uh, going but, back and looking at if you're going to journal, going back and reading those journaling. Oh yeah, really helps to see where where, where you, you were, were to where, where you, you are, are now. Yeah. yeah. So I'd will, also say, look, you know, I've said this probably a thousand times the last few days. The Bible says that 
the power of life and death is in your tongue. Well, he didn't say that it was in the thoughts in your head, which we can, you know, debate that all day long. But I do believe there are times where if you're not going to go, if you don't feel comfortable sharing at your open share at CR or your recovery facility or whatever, say it out loud. Like, if you got to look yourself in the mirror and say it out loud, if you just got to just read it out loud, I think there is so much power in just speaking it out and not just thinking it or not just writing it, but like actually speaking it out loud. I am thankful. You know what, Palmer, I am thankful for this. I'm thankful for this. You are Palmer. You're thankful for this. You know, like if I'm talking to myself, you're thankful for your kids. You're thankful for your job. You're thankful for this podcast. You're thankful for your wife. You're thankful. Not in that order. Sorry, baby. You're thankful. <laughs> you're, thank, you're thankful for. You know, say, just I just believe there's so much um, power yeah. in saying it out loud. Right. You know, especially yeah. if you have a, a bad thought. You know, like I'm worthless or I'm a failure or. Um, oh, as soon as you start telling yourself that, you start to live it. Yeah, and, and immediately. And that's almost you, immediate. As soon as you have those thoughts, I feel like you have to say it out loud. I do not believe that. That is that is yeah. a lie. Yeah. You know, I am not a failure. I am not worthless. Whatever the enemy is to trying it. to, or even your flesh is trying to tell you in your head, sometimes you just need to speak it out loud. So, like, I use that in, in the gratitude situation as well. Sometimes if you're not comfortable going to an open share and, and sharing with other people, at yeah. least speak it out loud. Not don't just write it. That's great too. I promise you, that's great too. But I I feel like speaking it out loud makes it even more. It tells it tells. Look, as Jennifer Miller told us, we're always in a spiritual battle, right? Yep. I mean, there's this is this is our this is the life we live as Christians. We are constantly in a spiritual battle, and so I believe speaking it out loud tells everything in the spiritual realm. This is true. Yep. This is facts. Yeah. And so, and hey, for us Christians, why should Christians live a life of gratitude? Well, I think God puts a high priority on gratitude. I think when I was looking over this last night, I think I counted 109 times in the Bible that gratitude, thankfulness, being thankful is mentioned throughout Scripture. 109 times. God puts a priority on gratitude and thankfulness. And so, most definitely, Christians were to live that life, what better way of doing it than to proclaim it out loud like Palmer was just talking about. And that's for Christians to be a life of gratitude. But what about the addict in recovery? Well, the addict in recovery and the Christian, especially for the Christian that's trying to live life attached to the vine, gratitude is not limited to one week out of the year. One week, one month out of the year. It is something that we must walk in and practice daily. And as we wrap this up, I want to encourage each of you listening to keep an attitude of gratitude. Put that on a t-shirt. Attitude of gratitude. Before we completely wrap this up, I would say while I was listening to you, I, I felt like God was kind of telling me that we should also say the reason Christians should be grateful is because of what Jesus did for us. Absolutely. I mean, if there's no other reason to have any kind of gratitude, your Lord and Savior hung on a cross for your sins. He took on every sin that you were ever going to commit, past, present, and future. And so that should make it a little bit easier to have gratitude because somebody paid the price for what I'm going to do tomorrow. So, Yep, most definitely. And we're grateful for him. Most definitely. And with that... 
that's all we got for today's episode. It was a lot. We unpacked a lot. We 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 kind of did a, a deep dive there in the in the middle, but I think it was worth it. We learned a lot. So thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Unashamed Recovery Podcast. I hope that you have found it helpful and I hope that you have found it encouraging. Want more recovery content? Visit our brand new website, unashamedrecovery.com for our new sobriety and recovery themed blogs to take you deeper into your sobriety and recovery journeys. That's where you'll also find all the links to our social media. There you can even donate to the show to help us reach more people still lost in the darkness of addiction. Also check out more amazing recovery podcasts over at Take 12 Recovery Radio Recovery Podcast Network. The link is in the show notes as well as under the partners page on the new website. That is all for this episode. Episode. Remember to stay sober and above all else to keep 12th stepping as you stay unashamed. We love you. Call me